Welcome to Tal's Tips, an empowerment podcast where we explore coaching topics such as mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and everything in between. Join me, Talia Mervash, every week as I interview successful humans who are business owners, coaches, educators, leaders, and creators. We will connect on life's challenges, relationships, and most of all, purpose. Through this podcast, we will find out the tips and tricks that worked for these inspiring individuals and how they live their life in alignment with their purpose. These conversations will hopefully empower you to explore your own passions and hire a coach of your own one day. Each episode is filled with intuitive wisdom that will get you fired up to live the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. Ashley is an earring designer and the owner of Ash from Nash. Currently located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, her brand aims to help women realize their beauty and worth through inspiring jewelry design. Ashley grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where she lived most of her life and moved to Tennessee after getting married. She has a background in marketing and sales and has worked for companies such as Apartments.com and Comcast, but she has always been moved by fashion. So upon her arrival in Tennessee, she began exploring her urge to create and thus a new career was born. What started as a way for her to express her creativity had begun to blossom into a brand and a flourishing business. In the founding process, she had the idea to marry her passion for fashion with her desire to help victims of sexual abuse by partnering with a nonprofit called Hope Spot, an organization run out of Greece. Hope Spot works to pull victims of sex trafficking and abuse out of what would be seamlessly hopeless situations and provide them with the means to experience a freedom and hope for their future. Going forward, Ashley has a fantastic vision and monumental dreams for Ash from Nash. She hopes to expand her brand's impact and can already be found in boutiques across the Middle Tennessee area, including Living with Landon, Ellie Gray, and Bo and Birch, to name a few. But she has even greater hopes for the lives that exist outside the lines of her business and brand. Growing a prosperous business means nothing to her if that business fails to work towards blessing the lives of those that need it the most. Without further ado, let's welcome the beautiful creative designer herself, Ashley Navarre. Ash from Nash. I am so honored to have you in my presence. Not only are you so freaking beautiful and cute, and I do not look cute right now. Oh my gosh, stop. You were just like, we have so much to talk about, so much history, and so much new things to connect on. So how are you? I know. I'm I'm doing really well. I think, uh, you know, that changes day to day. But, but you're like, I'm doing good this week, and I'm excited. And I'm just really grateful to have the opportunity to to be on this platform with you and, and chit chat. And I'm so proud of you for just like being going after it and being being the bright eyed, bushy tailed entrepreneur that you are because it's yeah. encouraging. So that's so sweet. I need that too. You know, like I we all can't keep going on and on and on without some encouragement. So this right. This is for you though. Like I, I reached out to you. Like I want you to blow up because you deserve it and you work so hard. And I see you are in your studio, which is like levels beyond where you were when we first talked at the beginning of last year. So just, okay. Everyone, if you're listening, you really need to pay attention because this girl (laughs) knows what's up. She is an entrepreneur. She works so damn hard and she's also so creative So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to like tell us, well, before I jump into your whole life, I really want to talk about how we know each other because it's just so, I was thinking about it earlier and I'm like, we've known each other since like elementary school. I mean, we go way back. Like I literally have yearbook pictures with you. Like, I know. It's so crazy that we like, we grew up together and then we parted ways. I'm not sure we didn't. I don't think we went to middle school together or high school together. And then we just connected last, last January or February on Instagram and you were just starting out kind of. So was I, I just started my my whole platform and 
we just connected and then you were looking for a new job. You just moved to Nashville right. and you were just getting started. And I kind of coached you through that. And now you're like literally amazing. So how's life? How's, how's everything been from, you know, since the last time we talked to even before that? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's like you said, it's really funny how we were little kids together growing up and then life just transitioned and took us to back full circle. So, um, life is good. I remember when I first moved to Nashville, you were really a big part of the, the process for me to, to really help me find a career, help me get reestablished in a new market without knowing absolutely anyone. Um, I had been an, an account executive for, for rent and then you were bought out by apartments.com. And so that was the bulk of my adult career was being in sales and marketing. And so when I moved here, you know, it was just a matter of like finding the right fit at the right company. And I was going through that interview process and it was really discouraging because you're just like, I don't know, maybe it was luck the first time I got my job or, you know, like how did it, how did it happen? Maybe I am not as good as I think I am, you know, and I certainly didn't have, right. (laughs) I certainly didn't have a, a college degree to back me or to prove anything. So it was literally my word and my experience. And so um, it going through that, getting the door closed in your face a bunch of times, I had seen that you shared your, uh, that you were doing coaching or one-on-ones and I don't know how you were phrasing it at the time. Cause it's morphed a little bit since then, For but sure. you were, yeah, yeah, no, I've but, it multiple times, but yeah, it was like career guidance because that's yeah. what I did in the last job. So I like really knew it, but it wasn't my passion. And now I'm like, yeah, empowerment for sure. <laughs> right. And I literally had, had not much contact with you since up to that point, other than like high-fiving each other on social media through the mm-hmm. years. So uh, I kind of, I remember I asked you, I was like, I didn't, I don't want to sound rude, but like, what kind of experience do you have to be able to give me the right advice? And you were really like forthcoming with that. And so I'm like, this is the only person that I know of that's doing this right now. And I needed it. And so I believe in, you know, the power of coaching and having a very unbiased opinion involved in your, your self-growth and your progression. So, so anyways, that's how we kind of got reconnected. And I got so much out of that. And I honestly would recommend anyone that's looking in, in, in regards to like trying to reestablish yourself in that way, find someone that can encourage you in that because you had a huge hand in it. And then weeks, not weeks later, but months later, like I'm established, I have this career, but what was going on behind the scenes in, in that time was that I was dealing with a really major depression. Um, there was a lot kind of that played into it. So it was it was a little bit before my move that it happened, but I had just gotten married. I was going through a lot of highs at at the time. Like I lived in Orlando. I was going um, to ministry school at the time. I was having really wonderful day-to-day experiences, being around people that were like, imagine just being in front of all of your heroes for a year, you know, and, and being able to sit in their presence and learn from their, their life experiences. And so that was kind of like, what my year was like. Then I met my husband and everything was wonderful. Great. And then boom, I don't really know what happened. And I try not to ask all the whys because that can kind of get in your head, but I hit a very extreme low and, um, we had kind of like scrambled and figured out how are we going to establish ourselves as a married couple? Where are we going to live? And so we decided to move to Nashville. And then that's where I was like, I had a lot of, I needed some time to like rest and recover because I didn't know what was going on with myself. I actually lost so much sleep. I was in a state of psychosis for a period of time. So I was very much not well, like to the point of insanity. And so um, I, I felt like I had lost a lot of my identity and like who I was. I had so many friends. I had a little sphere of, I don't want to say influence, but you know, you, you gain your circle, you gain your trust, you gain your, your wolf pack. And I feel like I lost all of it. I had left my family. So there was all these transitions and firsts on a top lot. of a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. My phone is my, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. My computer. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, I was just went back to what I knew, which was, I need to get a career. I need to get established. I need to like put my makeup on shower, act like a human and then go from there. So 
and you're a huge part of that process, like I had mentioned. And then in that time was when I had discovered Astronash and when that was born. So um, I can go into detail of that, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah, know. sure. I mean, it just says a lot. It says volumes. And like the fact that I didn't even know that, I didn't even know. And you, you always, I always remember like, always check on your happy friends, you know, and like, you are super happy. You are super positive and smiling and beautiful and always showing up in that way. And it's like, you don't ever think like we need help too. You know, like I've suffered from serious anxiety where like my chest was falling out of my body and I couldn't breathe. And I, I still have issues with like focusing on my breath because it makes me so anxious, like seriously. So yeah, like we got to check on our people and the fact that you're sharing that is so bold and so, I mean, so relatable. I'm, I'm sure so many people can relate to that. But now I feel like now that you've stepped into your, like your full soul and your purpose, like you're so aligned and like you yeah. have your own studio now you have handcrafted jewelry and you are killing it. And you're, you, you just like put that to the world. Like you open it up to God and the universe and you're like, look, this is who I am. And this is what I'm going to do no matter how long it takes. So I think that's yeah. those volumes about who you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Soak it in. You deserve it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It does feel good to know like, oh, I, I actually have direction and I have a very clear vision. And yeah. I just learned that this, like, I don't know if it's a phrasing or, or, or a mantra or what you want to call it, but um, it, it's saying like a hundred percent is so much better and it's so much easier than 80%. Mm -hmm. And when you know, and you have a clear understanding of who you are, what you're going after, what your passions are, it's like, it kind of feels like even when it's hard, it's a, it's so much easier to know what you're giving yourself to than to yeah. like be burning your wheels, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, for sure. So, so how did you get started with like the clay and like making the, the earrings and everything that you do? Yeah. So I, in that time really was like, it was a, it was a cry for discovery, a cry for help, a cry for connection to like something. And I'd always grown up with like an obsession with fashion, just no means to like make it happen for myself. Like I grew up poor. I remember when I say poor, but there's a lot more impoverished people than I grew up. But, you know, I, I couldn't have a lot of the things that you see your middle to upper class American friends having. And so like, I remember I had a birthday party in at my trailer and I think you came I when it was so. like a seventh or eighth like birthday party. Yeah. And I remember being so embarrassed because like, I'm like, all my friends like have nice houses. And, but I felt so loved on that birthday because all my friends came and no one seemed to care. When you're seven, no one cares. No one gives so, a crap. No. You're not, you're not taught. I mean, that's taught. Like, like yeah. racism. As you grow. Yeah. Like that's taught to like notice things like that. Like, I don't give a shit how you grew up. Like you right. were, right. So beautiful. you were then and you are now. Like you were at my sleepovers too. Like there's photos. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love them. They're so cute when they pop up. We were babies. Um, but yeah, so I had always grown up with like, you know, this obsession with like fashion and I mean, what little girl doesn't watch all those like shows on style network and all that mm -hmm. stuff, but I would sit there and I would try and like, I, I just wondered like, how did they get there? Like what, what interests did they have when they were little? Like someone started somewhere and I never had an advantage in ballet. My parents, did, you know, like I was, I'm not going to be a pianist. Yeah. I'm not going to be, yeah. uh, you know, so I was yeah. like, kind of in my mind working it out like how do you get to like that place in fashion in your like career as a little kid and so I would sit there and I would draw um I would draw like those little fake mannequins on sketching yeah. and then I would try to design an outfit on them and so that was like me as a little kid and that always inspired me and um and then you know it wasn't until my 20s that I really had established a sense of like this is what, this is where I'm confident in style and fashion. And, um, and then I'd always been really good with my hands. And looking back now, I didn't remember this, but when I was little, my aunt actually had a fashion line and she, I mean, it was for middle to, to like, you know, it wasn't like stylish as, as you would call it now, but like she had a niche following and she had yeah. women that were like, they loved her clothes. And 
So I would sit there with her in summers and, and I'd go to her boutique and sit with her and she'd teach me how to sew and Ooh. she would teach me how to make like buttons out of polymer clay. And so I remembered my connection oh my back then with polymer clay um, to now. And I almost rediscovered it and had forgotten that I ever even played with it as a kid. Yeah. So, so that was kind of cool. But um, anyway, in, in the whole, like, th those were like my, my giftings, I would say, and none, none of it ever really made sense or you, you don't really know, like, okay, I'm good at singing or I'm good at this. Like, how's that going to play out in my life? You know, there's not really like, a, there was no clear direction. So um, when I was going through that depression and I hadn't like moved here without any friends, we were starting over. So I had no money. And I would just remember telling my husband, I'm like, I need a hobby. Like I'm desperate for a hobby because he plays music and, you know, like people like to go bike. I don't like outdoor stuff, you know, like I'm not a hiker. So like, what could I do? And I remember, uh, it was coming up to my birthday and I had an outfit. My mom bought me for my birthday. I don't know where I was going to wear it, but it was pre-COVID. So it was going to be somewhere. And <laughs> it was somewhere, somewhere where we were allowed to go out. And I just was like, I really had a pair of earrings in my mind that I'm like, I want to make something to go with this outfit. And, and so I played with some styles and I remember like going and getting the stuff from Michael's, buying it, cutting it out. I had like an exacto knife and I baked it in the oven. And so I was like, whoa, like, this was really cool and fun. And I remember telling my friends, the little bit of friends that I did have, which were really inherited from my husband, they were his friends. <laughs> and so I was like, Hey, <laughs> it was like, all I had, I was like, um, but now we're, we're close. We're very close. But, um, I said, I'm having a, a jewel. Like I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we just like all came over and had like almost like a jewelry party. I learned how to make earrings. Do you guys want to come make earrings with me? And so they came over to the house and I, I was like, we, we made them and they were like struggling a little bit. And they're like, you know what, Ashley, like, can you just make them for us and we'll pay you? And I was like, I guess like, think, but I realized in that moment, oh, I have a gift. Yeah. Like, it's not like something everybody can just pick up and has the patience for and the longevity for like, I'm actually like talented in this area. So that was like <laughs> news to me. And so um, then that's kind of how it started. And it really became a way, it became a really great way for me to focus my energy, my nervousness, my anxiety, my depression into crafting. And mm -hmm. where I felt really connected to God before, like, okay, I knew I had like, I, I had a solid community of people that I, I had like a really great prayer life. I had communication that was like, you know, like the things that I once had were just stripped from me because of the yeah. season I was in. So the only way for me to really like feel like I had connection um, was through creating. And that felt almost like rediscovery of my spirituality in a new way. So that was kind of cool to feel like I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm having purpose in, in just the beauty of what I'm creating. And it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be more than that. You know, like yeah. I can connect with God in that way. And it was very administered to my heart. And it felt like really like I would get a lot of peace out of just like making yeah. these things and focusing yeah. my time on it. So, I mean, it, um, like, like it hit fashion, it hit working with your hands, right. like a hobby, like it filled all the boxes that you were kind of missing. And then you met people through that and then right. just kind of builded your new identity from what felt good that's right. literally that's beautiful like that's what that's what it is that's what life is that that's what matters you know and and you let's just take a moment to chat about ash from nash's stunning handmade earrings her designs are not only stylish but hypoallergenic and handmade by Ashley herself on the outskirts of Nashville, Tennessee. Stop by her studio in Murfreesboro or her online shop to purchase a set of earrings today. Use code TALSTIPS20, that's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S-2-0 for 20% off your purchase at ashramnash.com. Wouldn't have ever had time to discover it if you never Working got yeah. But really, if you if, never got to that low, low, you would have yeah. never realized this whole thing. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's funny how you're like, 
at the time you're like, I don't know how anything beautiful could come out of the season that I was in. Like I was newly married and like convulsing in my sleep from anxiety and torment, whatever the heck I was going through. And then like, if someone were at the time were to be like, you know, Ashley, you may not realize it now, but something's going to come from this. You, you'd like yeah. want to hit them in the face. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, so insensitive. Like, I don't even <laughs> do that. Like you I don't can't, even... I'm numb. Okay. Yeah. So no. it's so cool to, to see it now and to realize like, oh, that really did happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a psychologist or a counselor or anything, but I have read m- multiple books on like depression and anxiety. And it's really all about that connection and missing that connection. And you found that. And no matter what happened in the past, no matter what's going to happen in the future, like you're in the present moment when you are feeling anxious, like you really are. You're like, you, you get nervous about the past or the future, but you're, you're so focused on yourself and so focused on how you're feeling and breathing and, and it almost makes you more anxious. And it's like, no, just get out of your head for a second and just play, just play and create and have fun. And that's exactly what you did. So that's, speaks volumes like that tells me so much and makes me want to just like go paint because I painted a lot when I was younger I'm not good at it no 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 I'm not not good at all like (laughs) but it feels good you know just to like messy and lay on the floor and throw everything on the floor and just do it and and yeah no not everyone is talented like if I tried to make your clay earrings I'd be like they'd be like all like rigidy and like (laughs) not flat or whatever I mean it takes it takes skill and so yeah so now you have your own studio how did that come about from the last time we talked you were I think you were in a room in your house and you had little little desk of stuff (laughs) yeah so that actually that that's an interesting story because it it was it happened really as a result of COVID as well because we're, we were living at home with my husband's uh, family and they're wonderful. We don't really have like issues, but if you put any amount of people in a space and then you lock them there, (laughs) we we were just on top of each other and we needed as a, as again, as a young married couple, you need your, need your space. And so what I didn't have in our sense of privacy for like our own life, I was like, I I need this for my business because it, it became something that was growing obviously there was a there was a, a result and a magnitude from just the momentum and things that were happening and so I had really evaluated well what does it mean for like staying at my job I'd never in my life thought of like being an entrepreneur ever that was like it just wasn't on my radar because right. it, it's not like I I couldn't do it it'd be like that's nice that's cool but I don't have anything to give myself to and now this thing just like plops itself in my lap and then I take it for all it's worth it's like okay so now what like I never knew I could just leave my job and then of course the first thing you're thinking of and the first thing everybody asks you is like what are you gonna do for insurance or what are you gonna do like there's always that like it's a protective mindset but it can very easily become a fear mindset that keeps you from pursuing what you're supposed to do and and like, we're, we were all raised to be employees. We, none of us, I mean, very few were raised yep. with the mindset of entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and how Thanks. to really be a leader. We were all taught how to be followers and how to be yeah. employees. Yeah. And so um, I, that is really hard to get around. And so sure. anyways, uh, coming back to, to answer your question, I, I was working, I had gotten my dream job after going through the interview process, I found, you know, like it was still less money than what I was making in South Florida, but in, in Tennessee, that was the same amount because it, it was like, you know, when you move from California to somewhere else. Yeah. So I was making great money. It would have been stupid of me to throw it away. Um, sometimes I still have my doubts, but you know, like, yeah. at the, at, you know, like you question like, what is this the right decision? And um, I was like, you know what I need, I needed a, I needed a space outside of my home to work my full-time job anyway. So I was like, I was working at a co-working space to get out of the house for sanity and for like necessity. But then when I was looking and realizing the price of co-working space, it was in like, it was high. So I'm like, well, what would it look like to get my own 
you know, office slash yeah. studio that I can work out of for my daytime job and move all my stuff to, to like have a creative storage space and creative space to make my earrings. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to like come, come across. And I don't even know, I think my seamstress, like one of the girls I used to like uh, help me tailor my clothes, she's like such a sweetheart and her building, that's what it was. Her building is where I'm renting from. And I was telling her, cause I just loved her studio space. And I was like, wow, this is so cool that you have your own place, that you're not just doing it out of your home. Like you've taken it to the next level. And I was like, you know, what did that look like for you? And she's like, honestly, it's a risk. It's a huge risk, but you have yeah. to weigh the cost of if it's worth it for you because it's going to be a new expense that you now acquire for your business but but if it is worth it and and it helps you grow and get into the mental space of I'm an right. artist I'm right. a designer I have a business right that, the pros totally outweigh the cons you're like this literally right. it's like investing in a coach it costs so much right like I invested so much money into coaches that it's like why but it's like Oh my gosh, the level of it's effort so I'm putting in, the accountability, the money coming in, like the format, the systems, everything is 10 times better because you took that risk. So right. I totally get that. It's so exciting, yeah. but scary. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how it happened. It was like, I got this studio space and was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. You know, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then it just, you, when you expand your, your, when you take like that jump, like what's the, there's a saying, it's like, um, if you're, if you're starving, you'll, if you're starving, you work or, or I can't, I'm saying it wrong, but like, basically like you'll figure it out. Like you'll, you'll be able to, yeah. to like create yeah. the wealth that you need to sustain yourself. We it's, all it's, have it in us. 100%. It's literally like, if you were dying, what right. would you do to make it happen? Like mm -hmm. if you needed $500 to pay rent for a living for shelter right. or for work. Like how would you make it happen? It's like life or death and you figure right. it out. We always figure it out. There is always money readily available if we're open to seeing it and working right. for it, you know? And the, and the real, and I'm not saying everybody go into debt and get their own, you know, like, but what I'm saying is like, even if, even when I looked at my numbers and I was like, Oh, can I afford, you know, the $500 or plus expenses mm -hmm. that come with getting my own space. I was like, well, I'm already bringing this money in. It's how I'm reallocating it. And so yeah. I'm like, if I can be really, really strict and have a budget. And that was where I was like, I can have a studio, but do I want to cut back on my play fun money? You know, mm -hmm. like, or the money that's going back into my business in other yeah. ways. So yeah. I had to really be strategic about how I was spending it versus before yeah. it was like, I could be frivolous and it didn't matter. There was no risk, yeah. but now I took myself a lot more seriously and it really, really, it's been a great investment. So I bet, I mean, and people, can people walk by? I'm not sure like how yeah. it's set up, but like they can yeah, like look so, by. Yeah, I have my door closed right now, my little closed sign on and I'm not really a storefront. I don't really want to promote it as that. Yeah. But if people yeah. are like, hey, can I come buy earrings at your studio? Then they can, and it can be by appointment only. And I'm on a square, like the downtown square of Murfreesboro. So um, if people are, were off the streets and, you know, came in, there's other little studios in here where they do sell and it is a storefront. So nice. um, it's really, yeah, it, it can be both. I just don't have regular hours. So, yeah, and I'm it. online a lot. So like my business is mainly online and in boutiques. So yeah. it's not really, yeah. really necessary. Yeah, no, I get it completely. And I mean, do you ship out of there too? Like, do you, you make the yeah. shipments out of there? Do you have like anyone helping you with that or still just one man show like you? Yeah, right now it's still a one man show, but I've outsourced a lot of work. Um, things that I just, and that's one of the things that like has been really like good to, to allow myself to do and understand the investment is so much worth it. I'm right now looking to get like a, a fashion intern or someone that can come in that's maybe studying fashion that will help me with like, you know, the, the, the little things like that, or even have a, a paid hourly person. Um, I can now afford someone. Um, but it's just a matter of finding the right person and then coming up with the systems and processes to train them on the back end. So that's what I'm really working on now, because if, you know, I want to get into larger stores like anthropology or things like that, I have to be able to sustain the volume 
And, yeah. and so that, that's kind of where I'm at now is like recording my processes, being able to like be very organized so I can really hand it off and delegate it to a trusted person. Right. Um, but right now I've been outsourcing a lot of other things like, um, like creative digital stuff or like, uh, coming up with little small things that might take me two hours to do on my own, but it might take someone 20 minutes and I can right. pay them a fixed rate and they are getting paid and I'm happy, you know, like, so that's been, that's, that's been really helpful to like understand, even though I am a one man show and I can do it all by myself. I don't necessarily want to, nor should I, because it pulls you away from your I genius. That. I feel that, that so, I feel that so strongly right now. Like I am <laughs> juggling 7,000 things and yeah. like yes, book club, coaching, group coaching, mm-hmm. a full-time job, like own book club, so many things. It's like, it's a lot. And then also, yeah, yeah, I have a personal life and a dog and a husband and a house and a car and bills and all the things. So we shouldn't have to do it on our own. There is someone out there looking for what we need. Like hiring our weakness is always what I refer back to. I'm like, I don't do automations and payments and I don't, I need a financial person. I need this person. I need so many things. So I always talk about like, hire your weakness, hire someone who can help you with something so small, but to them, it's like, oh my gosh, I would love to, I can do that. That's easy. Right. Right. I can't your earrings, but I could be, you know, I could organize your office or whatever. There's someone out there that you or whoever is listening can do for you. If you're seeking that, that's like entrepreneurship 101, I feel like. (laughs) It's true. And it's like, Uh, I had, man, I had some really good advice where um, my photographer and there's a woman who owns, she's like someone that I look up to in business tremendously. She's got many successful businesses that she has owned or currently owns or currently owns. And um, she's been really supportive in my, in my process. But I remember like we were chit chatting one day and she gave me advice I didn't even ask for, but I was like um, talking about what, the subject of like hiring someone on to teach them how to make my earrings mm-hmm. and she's like never ever 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 be afraid to train your competition like if you're ever worried about someone stealing your designs or running away with them which at the time I wasn't but it is a question that you have in your mind yeah. and um and she's like never be afraid to train your competition because even if you teach them everything you know and you teach them your secret sauce and they take it and they run with it they're still Let's just take a quick second to chat about my signature group coaching program, Practice Makes Purpose, or as I like to call it, PMP. PMP is an eight-week group coaching program specifically designed for ambitious women to step into who they were always meant to be. You will be learning and self-discovering alongside like-minded, high-vibe women ready to grow with you. Within this eight weeks, you will let go of limiting beliefs and unnecessary roadblocks, gain confidence in your life's past, present, and future self, as well as translate your passions, talents, and gifts into a purpose-driven life. Not only do you get eight meetings with the group, but you'll also have two private one-on-one coaching calls with me. You'll also receive an accountability partner as well as action items each week, and meet guest speakers. As a bonus, you will get two months of complete access to my book club, Unfolding Connections, totally free. We only accept 10 members total to keep it intimate and as personable as possible. And the waitlist is already filling up. If you or someone you know is interested in joining PMP individually or as a partner, email talstips at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S at gmail.com. Now let's get back to this amazing episode. Not you. Right. And you can teach skill. You can't teach integrity. You can't teach your, the way that you, your, your personality, you, you know, even if they rip off your designs completely, they're still only going to go so far because they've, they've only, they're tapped out as far as like if they can't create on their own they're tapped out and they're always going to be a little bit behind 
I emphasize, I like, I like winged the last part. She didn't give me all that. (laughs) (laughs) But I get it. And I agree completely. I have people message me all the time. Like, oh, I was thinking about doing that. How is it? What platform do you use? And I'm like, you know, part of me wants to be like, no, like get away. Why would you know? I can give you, I've worked so hard for this. Probably how you would feel, you know, but it's like, Mm -hmm that's awesome. People are coming to me for advice. Yeah. Like people would probably come to you for like, it's, com- how it's a compliment. You- yes, it is. And it, it really shouldn't be frowned upon because there's going to be so many people that are scared to do what you do, or they yeah. haven't gotten to that point yet. And it's it just not easy it- to do what no. we're doing and to pursue what we're going after. Okay. And like, if someone can get beyond me and even go further, like there's enough to go around. There's enough okay creativity yes. there's enough people there's enough business I mean we don't know what the economy is going to be like from day to day in the world but the but the point yeah. is like that's another point is like like not changing your mindset of competition yes. um it, it's really it's yes. challenging because oh we're gosh. very protective of what we have but that can really shoot us in the foot and it can yeah. really not help us in the long run and I think it stifles us more than it helps us. I agree completely. And it, it really comes back to like you, like people are hiring me. People are, are buying your products because of you. You're the face behind it. You have the credibility behind it that you've worked so hard for. And that's what I would want in an artist or, you know, buying from a local shop. That's what I would want to purchase, you know, not someone right. who created the idea out of nowhere or from someone else, that's not great. That's not karma. Karma too. Karma is not friendly. And I believe no. wholeheartedly in karma. So at that point, it's like, give, give whatever, just keep serving, keep doing what you can create as much as you can. And it will never, ever hurt you. And there's room, there's room for you. You know, like there if anyone's listening too, if you're trying to be in fashion or try to create or design or make art or be a coach or whatever, there's room for you. And I think that's yeah. really important to remember that they're hiring you and they're buying from you, not just because it's a cute product, which they are, it's so cute, but it's also because you're the person yeah. creating it behind it and you rock them so well. I wish I was wearing my, my uh, two pants right now, but. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, my friend who made this this art and she's done some stuff. Uh, we, I've made earrings after her art and things like that. She's someone who just like, is like a wealth of like knowledge that I always like a well that I always pull from whenever I'm around her. And she doesn't even try, like, she's not trying to be like philosophical or anything, but she said one time to me, um, she's like, the reason why people buy my art and they connect with it is because I go somewhere that they can't. Mm. And I thought, that can be that can be perceived as really cocky and audacious but the reality is it's very very true like she's able to create like like that's the reason why we love music and art and theater and that you know like and that's the reason why like in some societies it's the first thing that they like like back in like the holocaust like they they got rid of all of those things you know because it was like it was dangerous you know because people connect with it and it's inspiring and so um I think that's, it's encouraging to know, like, as an art, I'm an artist, and I'm a designer, and I I can own that, and there's a reason why people are drawn to the things I make, and as long as it's not a knockoff of something else, then they'll always, there'll always be um, a sense of, of, I'm proud of what I made, you know, like, I'm, I'm proud, because not only do people like it, and they connect with it, but there's also a lot of purpose and why in how those things came to be. And so, yeah, there's a, well, I always go back to what I've learned is that it's energy, you know, like what you're putting into your product is like great, good flowy energy. Mm-hmm. But then if you, if you buy something or you sell something, that's like not your favorite. It's really, you right. didn't enjoy it. It's something that you right. saw someone else do. And you just you wanted to have another thing yes. in your, just yeah. fill it, fill it with something that you don't really care about. And you needed to, you needed to sell something or you needed to post something to post it. Right. Like that energy that you're giving off from that is going to not attract your ideal client or your ideal customer or whatever. Right. 
you know, you want to put your whole self in it, which is exhausting. Don't get me wrong, but it's also important to remember that that's what keeps you in the flow and keeps you in alignment because you're still, you're practicing your purpose and you're practicing like what you are, are drawn to. And then that'll just keep happening because you're in, you're in the ebb and flow, like you're in it instead of being out of it by creating something from someone else or creating something that might not really suit you or your style. You're just like, Oh, whatever. That's going to give off that vibe, whether you think so or not. I I do. I'm a very like energetic person. So yeah, yeah, it's all. And then currency, the money, like money coming in, like that's good vibes. When you sell something that you made that you created and sold and people paid for it, then it's like, they believe in me. They love me. I love them. I love money. I love growth. Like, give me <laughs> yeah. more. And then, and then it just keeps happening. So yeah, it's so obvious. It's so cool. I love it so much. And it's you, so cool. you display that really well, whether you notice it or not at the world and your whole feed on Instagram is freaking beautiful and Thank all of you. your photos and your models that you have modeling your stuff, like the bride ones. I love those. And so cool. It's so cool. And just like, did you ever think this was going to be your life? Never. No, (laughs) no. And, and it's really fun to like dream big audacious dreams and then to see them come to life. And, and like, I just remember, I just have like really big goals. Like I want to be, whenever the world continues again, you know, back to whatever um it's like I want to be in I'm gonna see my styles in New York Fashion League I'm gonna see my styles in you know stores like uh large stores you know like I'm gonna see them on models like that I that I love and adore and so the making and and believing those big things really it's like you know you reach for it and then along the way you get to see the successes like I think in the beginning, it's hard to understand your, your giftings, your talent, what you're creating, what your own aesthetic and vibe is. I hate saying vibe, but you know, whatever, like what your own, owning your own thing that you're learning to hone and create, and then understanding how to create it in, in connection to your brand. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like for me, like, you know, I knew I wanted my my jewelry to be very dignified and feel like also like Fendi, you know, like when you buy Asher Mash, it feels like, like Fendi, you know, or whatever, or Gucci. Not that I like, you know, it's not like to knock off brands or to be like them, but it's, there's a sense of, 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 of wealth. And there's a sense of like, you know, almost like far reaching style. Like the, you know, those models, they just wear like the craziest stuff and you're like, it's mysterious and you love it. And then you want more of it. And so I was like, what is it about that, that we love? And how do I translate that into a brand that's me and not something else? And so it's cool to create that and to like realize that you have to take messy action sometimes and it's not always going to be like perfect. And like when I first started my, my, like my pictures were terrible and uh, some of my designs were like copycats of things that I had seen and tried to recreate because I was like figuring myself out. And that never felt good, you know, when you like do stuff like that, but that's okay. Cause you're learning and like, yep. there's no, there's no like shame in in realizing what you should and shouldn't yeah. do, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, it's like to see the beginning and then to see now I'm very confident in what yeah. I want and I'm very confident in knowing how to bring it to life. And I also understand the value of bringing in, like we were talking about other talents like mm-hmm. understanding that if I want a certain type of photographer, I have to pay a certain dollar amount. And if yeah. I want a certain kind of model, I have to do the scary thing and reach out to someone who I think would never say yes to me because I'm yeah. a small little business in the middle of nowheresville, Tennessee, <laughs> you know? So, so like, uh, but never, ever, never, ever, um, you know, second guess your ability to create what you want as long as it's not manipulative and it's harmful like you know going after your big big dreams and yeah and valuing people along the way like really realizing that you don't know everything and the people that are put into your life are are 
are important and they help you in your journey. And it's right. really important to like not close up, clam up and be like, I know what I'm doing. I don't need advice mm -hmm. from someone else. Like you definitely need advice from someone else. Always. And you need Always. to be coached by people who know way more than you and Always. have already made their failures. And that's part of like the whole like life coaching, business coaching. Mm -hmm. I just recently got a business coach um, that um, I, when people ask me like, oh, how is that? And how's it going? Uh, best decision I've ever made. And so I know this is like a shameless plug for Talia, but like uh, <laughs> I will say it all day long, every day, like, and for what I'm doing, like at the time I needed you in my process for my career. And then I wasn't really even looking for a business coach at all. I wasn't shopping around or doing anything like that. I had just met someone who I was like, this woman is someone that I need to glean from. And so I attacked. Let's just take a quick second to talk about one of my favorite things, book club. Are you the type of person who enjoys reading self-growth and personal development books? Are you always buying a book, reading a few chapters and putting it back on the shelf? Do you find yourself losing momentum to finish a book or sitting and wishing you had someone like-minded to share thoughts with? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Unfolding Connections Book Club membership was created specifically for like-minded, high-vibe humans like yourself to read self-growth, leadership, and personal development books each month. We meet twice a month virtually, discuss our favorite quotes, share personal connections, and actually implement what we are reading and learning from amazing authors and coaches. Unfolding Connections also has a private Facebook community for all members to connect even further throughout each month. How amazing would it be to finish a book front to back, make new friends, drink wine, and connect on a much needed, deeper, and intellectual level? We start a new book at the beginning of every month. What are you waiting for? You can sign up anytime on talstips.com slash unfolding connections. That's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S dot com slash unfolding connections. myself and you know it was like I signed me up kind of thing because I need I don't know what I don't know and I need I need you to help yeah. me further my my, my myself sure. pull myself out of my comfort zone and yeah. be on top of me for like reaching my my immediate yeah. goals and my long-term goals so right like, when you see you can see like outside of your business right. like you're in it right she can see like what you need what you're good at what you you know what you right. need I'm sure I'm almost 100% positive that your business coach has a coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's totally, that's like way better than her. You know what I mean? Like, no, like really, you have there's to have leader. someone yeah. there's, yeah, you yeah. have to have someone that you're like, wow, I would trade lives with them. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously teaching you how to better yourself and better your business because, yeah. and, and like it, it's, it saves you so much time so much energy, so much frustration. And it is a huge investment, especially if you get someone good and that's worth it. Like uh -huh. for me, it wasn't a matter of like, I need the best or I need to, it was like, I had connected with someone and she had a, a, a fashion brand that got yeah. into the, she was the first designer of like the clear fashion bags that you can bring into stadiums that were NFL approved. Wow. And so, yeah, so she had that company in business with styling celebrities, got onto the Today Show for interviews for her company. Like, wow, okay, like, yeah. Reached like high success. Ticket, yeah. Yeah, she's reached success and then uh, just didn't continue with her business because she got burnout basically. And was like my, like she was also running different businesses. But anyway, long story short, she was someone that I'm like, it's not just a business coach that's like gonna encourage me and teach me systems right. and processes. It's someone who literally did what I'm doing yeah. and is, yeah. is like understands the world of fashion and wholesale and boutique owners who can be, wonderful and horrible at the same time like you're like working yeah, with other yeah. boutique owners and businesses and holding your own and figuring out how to navigate so that way like niche specific but like yeah you need you needed right. her I yeah. needed her and I didn't know it and she yeah. was really someone who I don't know if I'm allowed to say bullshit but she was really not a bullshit artist because yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> a lot of business coaches they they're regurgitating something that yeah. someone's told them and repackaging yeah. it in a different way. But, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you can understand authenticity versus someone who is just trying to like vie for your business. And mm -hmm. I realized like, she really didn't care 
she cared about me and my success, but she really didn't care if I signed up with her or someone else. Yeah. And she wasn't a bullshit artist. She wasn't, I really don't believe in flattery. I think yeah. it's dangerous to yourself and to others if it's not genuine. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe in manipulation. And she was someone that I'm like, I need her in my life and yeah. I want to grow because of her. So exactly. anyway. No, that's so true. It's like, I don't want, I'm not going to force anyone to work with me right. ever. I'm never going to have, like, I'm never, I've already made that pact to myself. Like, I'm never going to like force someone to, because also if you force someone into being coached, that's not, that's, no. that's also energy, negative energy. And the investment is like for you, you have to actually really want it. And then when you invest money, you're investing time, you're investing your whole life, really, you're investing in yourself. And if you don't show up for you, then it's not going to give you the result you want. The coach really doesn't do anything. You do it all. Right. We just help you get there and we hold you accountable because we know what you've been struggling with. Right. You know, so she was your person. And I hope I'm someone's person for multiple people but I'm never going to ever make you pick me. Like th right. there could be multiple other coaches, which is also why I have this podcast is so that people can connect with other people like coaches, right. like, like creatives and designers. So they know, oh, maybe I should buy Ashton Nash's earrings instead of Walmart's or, you know, it's like, right, right, right. Well, if you're in Walmart, that's great, but you're not Ashton Nash. Like, you know, you're someone else. And I would rather buy from you than from, someone who doesn't really have the upbringing as you do or some, you know, it's just like the similarities and the things yeah, that you could, well, who you connect with and, and what yeah. speaks to you. Yeah. Like super relatable and personable and has gone through, which is why you were connected to your coach. Cause she's gone through what you're going through right now. And that's everything. So it's perfect. So, so yeah, just to like bring this full circle, obviously this is Tal's Tips podcast and you're, you're on it. So now it is Ashley's podcast. So is there an Ashley tip that you could share with us today to leave our community with? Um, yes, I, <laughs> I think like when you like have to sit and realize like, okay, what would I, what would be like my piece of advice? Um, I think um, allowing yourself to dream is really important. Um, allowing yourself to like, like really set really large, if money was not like, you know, the whole, like if money wasn't in your way, if yeah. you could do anything you wanted to do, what would it be? And sometimes it's a process of figuring that out because we've squashed that little childlike um, belief that we can do anything and be anyone our whole lives. We've pushed it down and, and had a, a reality talk with it because that's what we're trained to do. And I think if you like, let that really resonate with you and, and understand like, what are some of the things that you pushed aside? And even if like, say you've always wanted to be a singer and you're like, okay, and I'm never, I know I'm not going to be a singer, but like, what was, what, what was exciting to you about that? And how can that lead you to experience fulfillment in your current state right now and so I would say whether it's in business or whether it's in your personal life like allowing yourself to dream and to be and to be expressive in the giftings that you have because there there's someone out there that needs you as you are and needs what you're offering for inspiration for their own self-growth for their own maturity um or you know realization of of like opportunity of what they should or shouldn't do and so like you as you are were created for a purpose and so understanding that like you you have there's a weight to that and like there's almost a time when like for me I had I realized like I have to do this because if I don't I'll always wonder what what if I what it what if I did you know like and I, I think it's a lot more dangerous it was a lot more costly for me to never pursue it yeah because worst case scenario if I go out on a limb I quit my job which I did yay it's scary but yay and and like if I did all this and I failed epically failed there's always a way back like I made money before I'm never going to be starving around the streets I'm very thankful for that and I had a community of people to where like I know I can go live with mom live with dad, you know like yeah. whatever start over but like it, it, think of worst case scenario 
like all the things that are in your mind that are keeping you from what you're supposed to do. Like think of the absolute worst case scenario and then kind of like shrug at it and go, yeah. ah, it's not so bad because we'll it, it really, it really usually isn't, you know, like, yeah. yeah and like the, odd way thing, the chances of that happening are super slim for you to be like yeah. out on the tomorrow out of every single friend's couch that you could sleep on or family member, right. like you're going to be okay. We're going right. to be okay. And remembering that. And I love that. I love like thinking about, you know, every fear that you have, write it down, you know, think about it, right. like get it out, stare it in the face, actually happen. And then be like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm, I'm more scared not to do it than I am scared right. to do it. And yeah. your dream should scare you. So in a good That's way though, it. like it should be your guide. If you're scared of it, that means you're onto something. Yeah. Like maybe we're just reading fear wrong. You know, yeah. like maybe fear is actually like nudging us like, huh, we should, we should maybe think of fear differently. And I read that in Marie Forleo's book. She talks about like, everything is figure outable, right? Like I, I could, that. I could literally do anything I want. I could quit any job. I could just be homeless or not eat something for a day and be like, oh my gosh, this is rock bottom, but really right. I'll figure it out and making sure you know that you can figure it out and we're here to support you and you have a community. And this is, this is what Taos Tips is really, is like a whole community of women feeling that yeah. exact way where it's like, yeah. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try anyway. So hang on yeah. tight. <laughs> that's the well, other part that's really important is yeah. like getting around a good community of people that are, that are gonna encourage 100%. you. 100%, support is everything. And yeah. I cannot wait to watch you grow and to see where you go from here. And, I still have your, your little coupon that I have. It's like the 20% off code. Yes. So I'm waiting for a special time to buy that for someone, <laughs> but yeah, girl, you are killing it and keep doing what you're doing. Keep being you. It's, it's always so exciting to see not just people, but friends, like people that yeah. I've really like grown up with and like, we were girly girlfriends together when we were little and now we're like girly women and entrepreneurs yes. that are like killing it. So I love that. So I'm so excited for you too. Yeah, girl, we'll see. We'll see what we both do. We've got lots of dreams, I'm sure, up our sleeve and goals to accomplish and coaches yeah. to hire and all the things. So where can we find you? Where can my community and your community find you on the internet? <laughs> yes, so I have uh, obviously Instagram, ash.from.nash and then ashfromnash.com for my website. If you're local in Tennessee, I'm in some boutiques, but um, you have full selection of styles on my website. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, your website's super user-friendly, super easy. You just go right there and tell us a, a quick little bit about where some of your proceeds go to. Yeah. So um, 15% of the proceeds are donated to Hope Spot, which is an organization in Thessaloniki, Greece. And they're dear friends of mine that I've just known for years. So that's kind of the why. And, and it's, you know, like I have always loved caring for our, our own country and our own problems here. But I just happen to have friends in Greece that are doing really magnificent work that um, help pull women out of human trafficking. And they really awesome. um, help women within the Syrian refugee crisis because there's a lot of, of that yeah. going on there. Mm -hmm. And then um, just women who've been abused or in uh, relationships like that. So they're hands-on helping these women uh, with physical needs, but also helping them reconnect with their family. And then also even further than that, like hope for their future, like helping them in careers and learning a trade and, wow. and that kind of thing. That's, yeah, no, that's so powerful. Thank you so much for contributing that. I think that's yeah. a really great cause and I could get into the whole sex trafficking thing and, you know, just in America alone, but yes, it's right. so great that you have that connection overseas in Greece. So definitely everyone listening, keep that in mind so that you purchase amazing things off of ashfromnash.com and look for her goodies and she's always got new styles coming out and they're always so beautiful so ash thank you so much for your time today i can't yeah. wait to share this with the world oh thank you thank you for having me you're so welcome
Thank you all so much for listening. It seriously means so, so much to me that you are spending your time wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through in life, you're taking the time to listen to my life and the guests that we have on here. And we're all just connecting on that level. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you or someone you know would like to be featured on Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast, please just email talstips at gmail.com. Again, that's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to talstips.com for all updates on worksheets, book club, and coaching programs. Again, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see you next time.